We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And we are live. It is the Saturday morning edition of the Field of 68 Best Bets podcast and Best Bets live stream. My name is Rob Doster. That Alabama fan that you see on the screen with me right now is the one and only Jeff Goodman. Jeffrey, how are you doing on this? I, I was debating. I got a new hat, Rob. I was debating whether to wear this today for all the Michigan fans. <laughs> but I, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I've been a little hot with the Alabama hat. So the Michigan yeah, don't, hat. You cannot, you cannot switch that Alabama hat out. Until oh, you you don't do it. You know the drill. Like, you don't ever switch a good hat when you've got it rolling. And, and I've got it back. I've got my mojo, but not like you do. I mean, you got it. Uh, woo, I, man, eleven and one the last three days, three and zero last night. It's uh, it, it's been nice. It's been oh. nice for the old bank account, you know. Nice little, nice little bump. Um, all right, so we have a lot to talk to today. We're not going to bullshit at all. We're just going to dive right into it. Yeah. Uh, the there is one game that I love. It's without a doubt my favorite bet of the day, and we're going to get into that. But first and foremost, we have three undefeated teams, the three yeah. best teams in the country. Yeah most likely, uh, according to probably consensus opinion, um, all playing on the road. Uh, so, Goodman, where do you want to start? You said you love Gonzaga in this spot, right? I really like Gonzaga. Mary's. Yeah, they're laying 15 and a half, and the total is, I believe, 147. I'll check in right now. In case you're wondering, Rob, um, Gonzaga. I am, I am wondering. I am definitely wondering. The Zags have won every game they've played. Um by a lot of points, first of all. They've scored 85 in every single game they've played. That's ridiculous, ridiculous. Um, so last year uh, against St. Mary's, when St. Mary's had a really good team, right? They had Jordan Ford. They had Malik Fitz. Um, yep. They had a really good team. They beat him by 30 in Moraga. They beat him 90 to 60. They beat him in the West Coast Conference Tournament uh, by 18. The spread today is 15 and a half. St. Mary's best player is Tommy Cousy, who's a, a former walk-on, who I basically had to convince I, I, Randy Bennett to, like, give him a scholarship. Like, I tweeted it. I told him. I'm like, how, how do you not give this kid a scholarship? He's a great player. He is a great player. Uh, but they're 9-4. and four, They're 0-2 in the league. Uh, they just lost to, to BYU. And the other part of this is there's not a lot of love lost between Mark Few and Randy Bennett. And I don't know if people realize that, but I, I think if, if Mark View has a chance to run this shit up, he's going to run this shit up. So I'm going to take Gonzaga, lay the 15 and a half, and say that 
again, and, and Moraga is like a great home court advantage when it's full. It, it's a little gym. It's a high school gym is really what it is. And, and they're not going to have that home court advantage. And really, it didn't matter last year anyway because they got blown out by 30. So I, I think this St. Mary's team isn't very good, number one. This Gonzaga team is elite level, number two. There's no fans, and the coaches don't really love each other. How's that? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I love the logic. Um, I think I lean Gonzaga in this spot as well. Uh, they just they run everybody off the court, and they're going to have such an overwhelming athleticism advantage against St. Mary's, and they'll be able to match up uh, you know, with the spread style that, that St. Mary's likes to play. The only concern that I do have is that um, Gonzaga is not the best ball screen defense, and what St. Mary's does is they run ball screen after ball screen after yeah. ball. It's the, it's the reason we were on BYU the other night against St. Mary's is because BYU has the big guys to be able to take away those ball screens and take away the post. Drew Timmy, for everything that he does, is not like his strength right now is not defense and not defending ball screens. So um, I do think that St. Mary's will be able to score, which is why I kind of like the over a little bit more in this spot. But I think that either way that you go, it's either got to be Gonzaga or you got to bet the over. I don't think that you could take either other one. It's kind of uh, pick your poison there. Um, do you know what honestly, worries me more? I like, them, I like them both. Rob, you know what worries me more about Gonzaga, um, you know, in, in their ball screen defense? Tommy Cusey trying to guard Jalen Suggs. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, right? it's a problem. Um, <laughs> it's a little bit of a problem. Just a yeah. little bit of a problem. I mean, like, come on, man. Like, like this is just going to be unfair. No, no, you're right. And I, I like – like. Uh, like I said, I'm not saying don't bet Gonzaga. I'm yeah. saying the the over is also yeah. really, really interesting. Like, a, there's a very real chance to me that the final score of this game ends up being like 95 to 75. And I know that St. Mary's is going to try to slow it down. And they're going to try to take the air out of the ball. But, I mean, we saw what happened when Virginia tried to slow the game down against Gonzaga. That, that shit just does not work. No, not when you're um, down 20. When you're down 20, then you got to change your, and, your whole thing. Yep. And the last point that I'll make is that uh, we've seen – Gonzaga kind of have a little bit of like a, a slow start against um, Pepperdine over the weekend at home. Uh, part of that is just like at some point motivation is going to become a factor. Like they looked honestly, they looked like they were bored in the first half against Pepperdine. Yeah. They came out in the second half and they just blew them out of the water. Uh, so I think that um, playing against a rival on the road, Gonzaga is not going to come out looking bored. I, I think that they're going to be motivated in this one. So, and that's that's half the battle. All right, yeah. uh, so we're both on. Um, Gonzaga, we're both on the over. I'm probably going to bet both of those as well. All right, uh, next game, Baylor, number two team in the country, on the road at Texas Tech. This line right now, it's all the way up to Baylor minus five. Um, and let me check on the total, but go ahead. What do you like here, Jeffrey? I'm going to take the money line. I'm, 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 I'm going to go by my motto of in, in beard I trust and just roll the dice a little bit here. You know, like I don't. I don't know if I love it, love it, but it's plus 175. And and I just am going to say in Lubbock, Texas Tech's got a little momentum after that Texas win. Baylor's been feeling itself. Um, I mean, who's really, lately, who's the best team Baylor's played? I'll have it right in front of me this second. But, like, I, got, I, got, I have the schedule right here. Um, and really, who has Baylor played? They've played – TCU, not very good. Oklahoma at home, at Iowa State, Alcorn State, Central Arkansas, Par- Pine Bluff, Kansas State, Stephen F. They haven't played. There it is. Oh, oh don't stop. Keep they going. Played, 
Well, Washington you know, and Louisiana Lafayette, they played one. You know, okay, you you skipped you skipped the team that they blew out of the water. That's like a top ten team, Illinois. Okay. No, no, I'm not <laughs> saying <laughs> anybody. You, no, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying Baylor's not a great team. What I'm saying is right now they're going from for the last since December second, Rob. That's a long time. That's that's mm-hmm. a month and a half. They haven't played a tournament team. Okay, I'm just gonna say that like. I think in Texas Tech's played some some teams lately. Uh, they played Texas and they found a way to win. I, I don't know. I just feel like it's it's worth the value to take Texas Tech at home and Chris Beard at home when you're getting uh, either five points or the money line plus one seventy five. I'm taking the money line. And Mac McClung has been way better lately, way better in terms of his floor game. Um, again, I I don't love it, love it. But that's what I like. If I'm going to do anything on this, I'm going to take Texas Tech and just roll the dice on it. All right. So I I just uh, brought it back up and refreshed uh, my app that I use, who will not be named until they pay us to name them. Yeah. Um, and it's down to uh, it's down to four, and the money line is now plus one forty eight. Yeah. Um, I still your logic makes sense. Um, I I don't love it because I feel like this is a little bit of a sell high spot on Texas Tech, the same way that I thought it was a sell high spot on Texas. Heading into that game against Texas Tech on whatever what was that Wednesday yeah, every day every single day is exactly the same. I don't know what day is what, but um, I don't think Texas Tech played all that well against the Longhorns. I think that Texas kind of they made some mistakes down the stretch. Uh, Texas Tech played really really well in like the last five or six minutes to come back and win. At the same time that Texas kind of did uh, the things that we expected Texas to do last season. Um, so to me, this is a little bit of a sell high spot. I think that the value is a little bit inflated. And Baylor, to me, is just – they have – their matchup with Texas Tech, like they basically both do the same thing. So I think I lean towards Baylor in the spot, especially yeah. if the line is going to keep coming down. Like if it's it's minus four now, if that comes out a little bit more, then I think that they're – like eventually it's kind of got to be Baylor. Um, but the other thing is like they both want to do the same thing. They both play that no middle defense. Uh, they both want to really just overwhelm your backcourt. And at the end of the day, the team that has the better guards is – the Baylor Bears. So um, I think I do like uh, I do like Baylor in this spot a little bit, but it's it's kind of I don't know. I'm a little worried about. It. I also like the under. I think that both of these teams are really gonna um, gonna mess with each other defensively, and so it, it's it's a tough spot. I, I don't I don't know if I'm going to bet either of these um, personally. So okay. um, it's a it's a weird spot. All right, uh, let's keep it moving. Yep. We have um, Michigan on the road. At Minnesota, who they just beat by 25 at home the other day. How do you feel about this one, Jeffrey? I have no feel on it. I mean, I don't think Michigan loses, and it's only six. Mm-hmm. And every time I've gone against Michigan, I, I, I kind of paid the piper with it. So uh, I, I think it would be a, a, a dumb move for me to take Minnesota in this one. Uh, I'm going to stay away completely. Do you have any any feel on this? Yeah, I actually think I like Minnesota here. Um the Ken Palm has it at four. The line is six, which means there's a little bit of value based on the metrics on um, on Minnesota. Uh, I think that eventually Marcus Carr is going to have another good game at some point. Yeah, uh, and if he yeah. is, it might as well might as well be a, at home against um, against the team that just beat him by 25 and embarrassed him the other day. Uh, the other part of it is that um, I think that you know you're kind of. You have to rely on Gabe Kalsher and Booth Gotch and, and Leon Robbins 
those guys have to be able to step up and make plays. Brandon Johnson, like if they're not making shots and they're not able to make sure that the floor is spaced for Marcus Carr to have room to operate, then there's just no chance. Um, and playing at home, uh, coming off of a, a couple of road games in a row, um, I, I think that this is kind of like a get right spot for Minnesota, especially because it's the second time, um, second time in, uh, in what, like two weeks that they've been playing Michigan. So there's going to be no surprises, right? Um, and again, like, Last two games that Minnesota played at Michigan, at Iowa, they've lost three of their last four at Wisconsin, at Michigan, at Iowa, um, and they've been a much, much better team at home. So I like Minnesota in this spot. Uh, yeah, that's this. Uh, you know, I think I like the underdog here. Okay. What else? What else? So those are those are the top three teams. All right. So can we get into my favorite bet of the day? No questions asked. Your favorite bet of the day. I wish I could guess it. You, you, we've we've been texting about it. It's it's it should be obvious. Oh yeah, I tease, I tease it tease it on the last stream. Yeah, you're um, you're like I don't know if I love it as much as you do. I'm a, I'm I gonna love I gonna love go with you on this one. So Auburn minus two is easily my favorite bet of the day. I love the over. It's already climbed from one thirty nine to one forty five and a half. Um, I'm still going to be on on it. Well, I don't have to because I've already bet way too much money on it as is. So I'm not going to put any more down. But um, I I just love them in the spot. I love the team total over 73 or so, whatever you you can get it at right now. Uh, and the reason for it is just the presence of Sharif Cooper, man. I don't think that it has been properly valued what he provides Auburn, not especially not in the metrics, right? Um, especially not in in in, in like Ken Palm and and, uh, and T rank and all of these other metrics that that some of the Vegas lines use to uh, kind of guide what their projections are. Um, and we've talked about this, right? Auburn has finishers up and down their roster. What they've been missing this entire time was a guy that could create the plays and create the opportunities for those finishers to finish. Uh, whether it's guys knocking down threes, JT Thor catching lobs, whatever it is, Sharif Cooper is that guy, and we can't overlook the fact that he's averaging 27 and 10 in two games. You know, Alabama's yeah. Alabama and Georgia is whatever, but it's still 27 and 10 in his first two games playing in the SEC. Uh, and he's going up against Devin Askew and Davion Mintz and a backcourt that I don't think we can really trust in Kentucky. So I, I just I, – I love, love, love Auburn uh, in this spot. I love the over. I love the team total over. If you could parlay all three of those things together, do it. Total over. Um. I haven't checked. 74 and a half is what I'm seeing it right now. Yeah. Yeah. I would take that in a second. I think that this game is going to end up being like 90 to 75. All right. So I'm kind I'm with you here. I mean, I think, listen, Cooper with him, they're averaging 92 and a half points without him. They're averaging 74.4. He's been terrific. He changes the tempo. He changes everything they, they, they do. He actually also changes JT Thor. Uh, to me yes. now, I'm not sure if, if Powell's playing or not, right? I mean, uh, th- that's a little bit of an issue, but I think he's right now, from what I'm told, he's a game time decision. Um, you know, I just the question is going to be: Can Kentucky uh, do, do they try to run with them? Do they try to play fast? Do they try to grind it out? Can they make shots, or, or is this a, a, a so? You know, game where Kentucky ends up in the 60s. That's my only worry, I guess. If they if they do end up in the 60s, I I don't you know that Alabama put up 85 of them and they covered the yeah. the, the total easily. Um I think that that Kentucky will because the way that you have to 
if you want to be able to play slow against a team that wants to speed you up and wants to press and wants to try to force turnovers is you have to have great guard play. You have to have a point guard that can kind of control tempo. And Devin Haskew probably will be that guy in like a year or two. Right. But I don't think that he's necessarily it right now. So that's, that's part of my, my reason why. And 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 Auburn doesn't guard. Auburn doesn't guard about it. Right. Right. I mean, that's the thing. If you're Kentucky, you should be able to score against this this Auburn team. All right, so uh, that is your favorite um, one of the day. What's my favorite one? I, I told you I've, I've put in a lot um, already. Uh, I will say my favorite one of the day will be Furman over East Tennessee State. <laughs> Furman is given nine points. Uh, East Tennessee State is coming off a, a, a pause. I think Berman's damn good. Uh, East Tennessee State lost their entire team, basically, from last year. Their best returning player, Jeremy Good, opted out this year. It's transfers. It's a new coach, Jason uh, Jason Shea. So, uh, yes, Furman is, is – other than Gonzaga, those are my two uh, favorite picks of the day. Uh, that that is so on brand for you. I love it. <laughs> I love listen, it, man. I got more. There's more where that came from. I'll rattle right. them off. All right. So let, let's let's you can rattle them off. But first, let's spend about like five or six minutes just going through the the other big games of the day, right. and just um, I'll just I'll just go down the list on uh on on Ken Palm in terms of what their 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 thrill score is for this. So Ohio oh. State, yeah, Ohio State Thank at you. Illinois. That, that he's pre, he's projecting how exciting the game will be based off of how good the teams are and how close they are so that he can rank them. Like when you go click on it is uh, Kevin, we're about to talk about Illinois state, um, well, like, Illinois, Ohio state right now. So like, but, have, you, whatever. have you met Ken? Do you think his thrill, do you think his thrills are the same thing as, as your thrills? I, I, I do not want to know about Ken's thrills. <laughs> I, do not, I do not want to know I about Ken's thrills. Ken has, I don't. Kenny has the same thrills as, that you have. I, I do not want to know about Ken's thrills. <laughs> Ohio State is getting six and a half points at Illinois. They'll be without Jimmy Sotos and C.J. Walker. Goodman, is there any reason whatsoever to consider betting on Ohio State in this spot? Zero. Zero. That's actually my probably my, my third favorite uh, line of the day. I, I took it already. Illinois minus six and a half. Like, who is who's gonna run the team, number one? Justice suing? I mean, seriously, who's gonna who's gonna play the point now? And who the hell is gonna guard Io? And and oh, by the way, not only who's gonna guard Io at the point, but who's gonna guard Kofi down low because they don't have any length. They've got no bigger fan than me of EJ Liddell. I love him. Absolutely love him. Um, but they just – they don't have that long athletic dude. They've got well, big the, bulky dudes that aren't as yeah. big as Kofi. Yeah, the, the biggest issue to me is that without C.J. Walker, without Jimmy Soto, it's like I don't know where um, all the ball screen stuff is, is going to come into play. Like yeah. we talked about it ad nauseum. That like you get the, the Illinois is the most matchup dependent team in the country. Uh, when you have a team that can take advantage of Kofi and ball screens, then you want to bet against Illinois. And when you don't, then you want to bet on Illinois uh, and Ohio State without CJ Walker, without Jimmy Soto's like, I don't know um, where that is going to come into play. So, yes, I like Illinois in that spot. All right. Arkansas at Alabama. Um, Alabama is a little bit banged up. Jordan Bruner is not going to play. Herb Jones is a game time decision. Uh, I Alabama's lane two. The total is one sixty one and a half. 
Um, what do you what do you like there, Jeffrey? Well, here, here's the problem. Um, for me, it's a different team without Jordan Brunner. Just a different team. Like it's not to say I don't like Alabama here. They're only given two against Arkansas at home. I do like him. I also don't know if Herb Jones is going to play. Um, I, I'm, I, I'm not as worried about it. Well, I mean, here's here's the thing. Here's you know, I was thinking of of, of going the over, and then I'm thinking to myself, well, do I, you know, like with Herb, it it matters. It matters whether Herb plays. He's going to affect the over and or the under because he's the best one of the best defensive players in the country. And if he gets out there and can't really score, he's a liability on that end. So I'm not touching the over-under uh, on that at all. Um, you know, Arkansas is still without Justin Smith. We forget that. Like, he was one of their better front court players. So is it a wash? No, I don't know if it's a wash. I, I, I think it is. Uh, so the reason why I like Alabama in this spot is, one, um, Herb Jones played a game last season where he had to play lefty because he had a broken right wrist. He's a right-hander, and he played lefty with a broken right wrist. So um, if you were going to ask me whether or not Herb Jones is play, I will, is going to play, I will ask you, can Herb Jones walk? Right. I, I, I is, agree Can he you. walk? Can he run right. up and down the floor? Like, I love is, is, is his heart still beating? If yeah. his heart is still beating, then I expect Herb Jones to be on the floor, okay? Um, the other part of it is that, like, you're, you're 100% right about Jordan Bruner. But I don't think that that Arkansas is the team to take advantage of that, um, simply because like their center is Connor Vanover, and Connor Vanover like is a seven foot three center that all it wants to do is stand out there and jack up a bunch of threes. So um, I, I get it there. I just don't think Arkansas is a team that can take advantage of it. I think that losing Justin Smith is much more significant for or not having him is significant. Um, now the one thing I will say is that I think Arkansas is a good buy-low spot in theory because of what happened at LSU last week. Like they're going to be motivated. But I think that's already baked into the price and baked into the, the line that you're paying for because based off of Ken Palm's projections and some of the other metrics, um, there, there's there's value. Like yeah. that, the Arkansas yeah. is already getting less than what they should be based off of some of those projections. So I think that's baked into the I would, go Alabama. The I would mm-hmm. go Alabama here if gun to my head – I just, I don't know. I feel like, like, I don't know. I, I just don't. I, I'm not touching it. Like, like Michigan, Minnesota. I'm just, I'm not ready for that. All right, uh, all right. Virginia, two more, can we hit on two, two more real quick? Yeah, can we do Virginia at Clemson and yeah, then that's where we're Florida State? No, that's right. where we're going next. Virginia, Clemson, another tough one. I, I've told everybody, Virginia. Their resume sucks. It, it absolutely sucks so far. They've beaten nobody. They haven't really played anybody. Now, again, they had a pause. Uh, I get it. Clemson has been awesome. They've been the best team in the ACC so far this year. But they're just coming off a pause, right? They had three or four days. They weren't able to do anything. Then they had a day. They were able to do, like, one-on-o stuff. Then they were able to do individuals. So they've kind of ramped it up a little bit. It's at Clemson. I am taking the Virginia Cavs here. I am. I'm taking Tony Bennett in, in Virginia here. I don't love it, but but it's it's where I would go based on the fact that I think you're, Clemson is is at its peak right now. Um, and, and to me, Virginia, you're catching them not low, but like yeah, given two against Clemson. If you had told anybody that at the beginning of the year, they would have put the the house down on that, wouldn't they? Yeah, um, Clemson. So 
the line's already moved four points. That it opened at Clemson minus two and a half in yeah. some spots, and it's already up to Clemson no plus one point five. So, um, I hear what you're saying. I cannot, I cannot back a Virginia team that has the issues they have scoring against Clemson, who is the best defensive team in college basketball this year. They are yeah. the best defensive team in college basketball, and I just, I can't, I can't do it. So. For me, it's either you either take the value on on Clemson on like the money line. Clemson, right now they're uh, plus one fourteen yeah. at home on the money line, um, or you just you stay away. Like I just cannot I, I cannot back Virginia in the spot. So um, yeah, I think I, I think I'm probably going to end up being on Clemson and talk myself into it. All right, the other game of the ACC, North Carolina at Florida State. That line has moved to North, uh, Florida State minus four and a half. Goodman, do you have any feel there? Because I think I do. Um. No, no, not really. I mean, Florida State's coming off an unbelievable offensive performance, um, efficiency-wise. I don't love it. No, I, I don't have a great feel on this one. I'm staying away. So I, I, I think that Florida State is is the pretty clear play here. Um, Why? So just, just because Scotty Barnes like, is banged up. Just so you know. Yeah, I know, but it's still you have all of these like long athletic dudes for Florida state that can really just wreak havoc on the defensive end um, and, and kind of like force turnovers. And, and what they do is they make you have to beat them in isolation. Right. And I don't think that um, that North Carolina necessarily has the guards to be able to do that. Like the whole, the whole idea of the Florida state defense is to not let you run what you want to run offensively. And North Carolina doesn't have the guys to be able to take advantage of a team that is going to make you do that. Like I, Caleb Love, he ain't ready. RJ Davis, he ain't ready. Like Leaky Black he's hit a couple game winners, but their games were like they shouldn't have been in the spot. And the, the last thing I'll say is that like North Carolina's record actually looks really good, but they've had like three last second wins this year. Leaky Black's had two game winners and Andrew Playtech's got a game winner. So um, and those are good teams that they probably in theory shouldn't be in, in game in in games like that against. So um, I guess my question is like, is Scotty Barnes playing or is he just like, he's a little banged up? Yeah. I don't, I don't know where that's at right now. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. All right. Look, can I run through some of my, 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 my favorite mid, mid and low picks right now? Yeah, do it. All right, I'm going to rattle through them. I'm going to just rattle through them. First, we're going to start with the, the uh, going against teams that have paused. Okay. I got a bunch of those, probably half dozen or more. All right, so we'll start with um, UNH. I'm in the middle of something. I'm in the middle of something. Close the door. Oh, wait. What are you doing? <laughs> All right, while you, while, while oh, Goodman is dealing with this, I'll Here's talk a little bit about yeah. um, I'll talk about Louisville. Uh, Louisville minus three and a half. It looks like are they playing Miami? Is that what it is? Um. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I go ahead. I'm going to rattle through these. I'm going to rattle through these. <laughs> All right. My daughter walking in the middle. She knows, too, what we're doing. That's the worst part. All right, UNH, Stony Brook. I'll take UNH. Stony Brook's been in a pause. James Madison against Towson. JMU. Towson's played three games in, in, like, third game in the last, like, 50 days or something crazy. Um, Take Navy in Lafayette. Navy's going against American. American hasn't yet to play a game. Uh, And they were on a pause. Lafayette playing Loyola. Loyola yet to play a game on a pause. We talked about Furman. Coastal Carolina playing Georgia State. Georgia State take the seven and a half for Coastal Carolina. Georgia State coming off a pause. Um, Mercer 
given six and a half against Western Carolina. Western Carolina coming off a pause. And uh, what else we got? Uh, uh, Arkansas Little Rock. I lost on them yesterday. Take them. Uh, I like Arizona State. I like Murray State. I like Liberty. I like Wright State. And that's it. Uh, so the I just want to touch real quick on the the Louisville thing. Um, I I love Louisville. I think they're one of the more undervalued teams in college basketball this year. But I don't want to fade Miami right now. I, I just Miami's so tough. They're playing so well. I have not seen official word on Chris Likes or Cam Mcgusty on whether or not they're playing. Last they're I saw, game. Them, they're they're a game time decision. So. So, so they're, they're a game time decision. Um, you, you broke up there, Goodman, so I don't know what you said. But uh, last I saw was yeah, they're a game, game time, time decision. decision. Yeah. So I'm going to – That's right. Louisville is a stay away from me. Um, the last one that I really do like is uh, – is uh, I can't get a line on it yet because it's not available at the book that I use. Uh, but I really like Kansas State team total under, assuming it is somewhere around the 57 mark for what their projected point total would be. Uh, that's just because, like – I think Texas is going to be really pissed off about the way things ended against Texas Tech. Um, I think that that is uh, – the Kansas State's bad. Texas has length and athletes and all dudes and veterans and can really, really, really guard when they want to. Um, so I, I really like them at home. Uh, the Kansas State team total under 57 if you can get it anywhere. So uh, just to go over really quick, the, the, the bets that I have is Auburn minus two, uh, Auburn, Kentucky over 143. Um, I have the Auburn team total over 74, whatever. I think it's 73 and a half right now. Uh, I have Alabama minus two. I have Minnesota plus six. I took Gonzaga. Um, no, I'm sorry. I got the Gonzaga St. Mary's over the Texas uh, or the Kansas State team total under Illinois minus six and a half and Florida State minus four and a half. All That's right. I don't even know how to run through everything. Honestly, for me, it's it's I'll try to do it quick here. Illinois. Um, you know what? You know, how about this? Instead of running through it all, we're going to upload it all onto BetSpurts. So right. download the BetSpurts app. That's B-E-T-S-P-E-R-T-S, the BetSpurts app, and we're going to upload all our picks into there. That's the best way to do this because this exactly. like, I mean, you you have 30 bets today, dude. You can't list every one of your 30 bets. I, I know. I, listen, I'm just – I'm trying to help people here with, with inside info on teams that have been paused and, and at least give them as much as we possibly can. I'm not saying you got to do them all. All I'm saying is here's the info you do with it, what you want. I'm going to give it to you. And, and a lot of, again, if you go to bed sports, the other thing today on a Saturday like this, we'll be getting injury info throughout the day. Yep. And we'll be, we'll be updating stuff. So make sure you follow us there. Uh, that's the best way to, to get immediate real time information on uh, what bets that we are putting in. All right, Jeffrey, uh, All right. Go, go go take care of your family. Man. No, I got in trouble. I'm going to get in trouble. I don't want to leave. I have no desire <laughs> to leave right there. I'm going to go downstairs and I'm going to get yelled at for something. I have no yeah. idea what it is. No, there you are. Well, maybe you should be a, uh, you know, a better family man, better father, better husband. 